For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Doug Reed. This is Sports Ethos Presentation. You can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D 34. And uh, I've got a couple other Twitter uh, accounts at, from Ethos Sports that I think you should follow. Um, one of them is, if you're into wagering, our Ethos Wagering on Twitter account is a great source for our daily free play um, during the day, updates on games, thoughts, line moves, comments that we have. Uh, great source there. And also if you're a fantasy basketball fan, I highly recommend you follow Ethos Fantasy BK. It's the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed around. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition, provides more analysis too. Again, that's Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. And that's account has been absolutely on fire in the last 48 hours reporting on trades comments on trades um a lot of people asking thoughts and comments always quick to respond so i highly recommend you follow us there uh what a recap the night yesterday i went three and four uh minus 1.4 units in the nba was one and oh uh i was on orlando minus one and a half and they rolled over at portland they rolled over portland uh in the ncaa uh, i was two and four struggled a little there Um, But what I took away from the NCAA, if you've been listening to my show for the last month, and I want to reiterate this, uh, I did a strategy session on using multiple books and trying to get the best lines. And I know a lot of people don't fact this this in a lot into uh, their wagering strategies. But I will reiterate again two things. If you use just one sports book, I highly recommend you get a second or a third at least try and get the better line. If you're looking at a game and you like a line, try to get the best number for your team. And also shop around. Wait for the line to come. Don't force it. Uh, and we saw that yesterday um, in the NCAA. And I, and I just picked four games that I was watching and that I was on a couple of them. One Michigan State, pardon me, Michigan, favored by two at Penn State. Michigan is up by four points with less than two seconds left. I think it was I think it was less than two seconds left. And I was watching this game. Up by four points. I'm on Michigan minus two. Penn State throws the ball in. Michigan's not going to defend. Uh, and they just throw up a prayer for a three. A buzz, at the buzzer, they sink a three to um, basically cover. They lose 58-57. 
The line was Michigan minus two, so Penn State covers. Had you found that line a little tighter, maybe you get a push. If you had to find it with Penn State uh, plus one, maybe you would have got a push. Uh, I don't know if the line ever got that low, but my point is that there's a game that came down to one point and a buzzer beater. It wasn't a buzzer beater. A shot at the buzzer uh, ended up sinking your game. Um, UMKC was at St. Thomas, and if you've been following me, you know I'm on St. Thomas unders when the number... When they're, when they're playing against a team that defends well against the three, which UMKC uh, is in top 150. It's not great, but they're decent. And the total in that game was 144. And it wasn't on it, but it was a strong lean for me, the under. And it came in at 143. So one single point. Again, shop around that line. Uh, if I think it opened earlier in the day at more about 145, 146. So you could have got on the wrong side of that if you got on there early. But if you did want to get on the under, pardon me, you could have got on the right side of that uh, at that high. Um, but you definitely wanted to get on that number and get the right number as low as you, as high as you could and uh, taking that and uh, taking that under. Uh, North Carolina was at Clemson. North Carolina favored by two and a half. They won by two, 79-77. So again, if you'd shopped around, you'd maybe got the Tar Heels at minus two, maybe minus one and a half. I think that line did bounce around a little in 24 hours leading up to the game. Um, you could have covered maybe if you got a little better line. Uh, the third, the fourth game I, I, I wasn't on, but it was a lean. Kentucky was at South Carolina. Kentucky was laying 10.5 points. And I think I said on my show yesterday, this is going to be an easy win for Kentucky. And it was, but they won by 10, 86-76. So you lost. If you're on Kentucky minus 10.5, you lost by half a point. Again, shop around a little. Maybe you could have got Kentucky minus 10. It's a push, 9.5. You win. I don't know that that line actually got that low. But the point is, it is amazing how many times in a night, especially in NCAA, when you've got 50, 60 games. I think there was 42 games yesterday, 55 tonight. Um, you know, on Saturdays, you'll get over 100 games in the NCAA. Uh, there's a number of times where the games fall within a point or a half, a uh, point and a half of what the line is. And I really do recommend, reiterate what I've said before, have multiple books. So you can get the best line, whatever team you're on, shop around, get the best line, um, and you will notice a difference in the long run in your in your bankroll. You know, in a one-shot deal, you look at this, if you were on Michigan with me yesterday at minus two, you're like, ah, it's one game, you know, you win some, you lose some, sure. But if you're betting multiple games a night or you're on 10, 15, 20 games in a week, well, it adds up pretty quickly. If, you know, if every 40, 50 games you're getting one of those, um, and you're trying to keep your bankroll in the positive and stay in the black in general with your uh, ROI, you need to win those games. You need to get the better line. Uh, even if it's one or two out of every 100, that's going to be the difference between you exceeding that 52.4%. If you listen to a strategy session a few weeks ago, that's the number we're all trying to exceed. 52.4% um, of your betting, if you can win at that number above, you'll have a positive ROI. So these games do matter. The lines do matter. It's very important to shop for the best line and have multiple books. So on that note, uh, we will get to the boards, hitting the boards today in the NBA, NCAA, and the NHL. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about one of our partners at Ethos is Thrive Fantasy, T-H-R-I-V-E. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use the code ethos, E-T-H-O-S, when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest name players every night. 
score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win the share of the nightly prize money. Uh, so you're basically, instead of playing against the house, you're playing against others uh, and picking props. And with the NBA season in full swing, it's a great app to use. If you're looking for advice on props, player props, or DFS um, for NBA, I highly recommend you check out our Sports Ethos DFS team. We've got a great podcast, great advice there. So again, uh, use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, over at ThriveFantasy.com when you sign up and you get a 100% match bonus on your first $100. So on to the boards. In the NBA, there's six games tonight. Not a lot of enticing options for me. Some good games for sure, but not a lot of enticing options. San Antonio travels to Cleveland to open the night. Uh, Cleveland is five and a half point favorites. Totals two sixteen and a half. My total, my number is two fifteen, so I'm not touching the total. Uh, I've got Cleveland as a slight favorite. Darius Garland is questionable. Marketing is out. San Antonio is fairly healthy. Um, I would lean Cleveland here. I just think laying five and a half is a couple too many for me. Next game of the night uh, sees Charlotte travel. Pardon me, Chicago travel to Charlotte. Lonzo Ball's out. Crusoe's out. Uh, Io DeSumo is out tonight for Chicago. Uh, for Charlotte, Gordon Hayward is about their only big name that is out. Uh, the, t- the numbers here, uh, Chicago's minus a point and a half, and the total is 236 and a half. I would maybe look under this total with Ball and Crusoe and DeSumo. He's been playing fairly well, dishing out the ball fairly well. Um, the total, I like Chicago. I'm definitely leaning that way. Um, this may be the one, There's this is the only game that I may be on tonight. Uh, taking the Bulls on the road, minus one and a half. Charlotte's been average at home. They are 14 allowed at home. The Bulls are 14 and 13 on the road. Um, in the last 10, Chicago's five and five. Charlotte's three and seven. But Charlotte's lost five straight, and they're one and five in their last six at home. So they are struggling a little, hit a bit of a road bump. Having Hayward out doesn't hurt. So I'm definitely on the Bulls here, and I think I'll pull the trigger at minus one and a half. Next game of the night sees the Raptors travel to Oklahoma City. Raptors have been playing really well lately. They come in as 10-point favorites, total 204.5. Uh, Raptors are healthy. Gilgis Alexander is about the only person out uh, of note for OKC. I like Toronto here. I like them a lot to win. I like them to win easy. Laying 10 points on the road is a little much uh, for me. The Raptors have been playing a lot better lately. Uh, and I could see them covering this, but I would be more comfortable with a Seven and a half, eight line. So I tend them staying away. Uh, probably the best game of the night sees the Warriors travel to Utah. Golden State is, sorry, Utah is minus two, total 224 and a half. I've got this line about minus one for Utah. Now Utah is still out, Rudy Gobert. Uh, Gay and Ingles are out. Uh, the thing to note for Golden State though is Clay Thompson is not playing. Green is still out and Igodala is out. So you basically got Curry going to have to hold down the fort and carry the load, which he can definitely do. Um, if I decide here, I would take Utah with Thompson and Green out. I would take Utah, uh, even laying the two points. I'd be comfortable with that. I'm not on this game, but I'd be happy to lay the two points there. Again, I've got them as about a one-point favorite. Uh, I hate going against Golden State. Curry has had a, had a very good year, like usual, uh, but hasn't been super great the last couple, last month or so but you know he can go off any night and win a game on his own so I'm going to pass on that one uh, then we have the Lakers traveling to Portland both teams are in a back to back both teams played at home yesterday the Lakers now on the road Portland's obviously at home this line is the Lakers minus 7.5 total 222 and obviously Portland trading away pretty much everybody but Lillard Nurkic 
they don't have a whole lot left there. Lillard's out. Uh, Bledsoe's out because um, he's not reporting. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker's has been traded there. Is out. For L.A., AD is probable and LeBron is questionable, which I think LeBron is questionable about 90% of games. So I expect him to play. And the back-to-back, I could see AD resting. Uh, Even if AD doesn't play, 7.5 is probably the right number. LA is, I think, definitely the better team. Portland's in disarray. But again, like I said yesterday, you never know after these trades when guys come in or guys are stepping up off the bench and now they're playing. They're fighting for their job. They're trying to impress for next year. Don't like Portland in this slot, but laying seven and a half is a couple too many for me with the Lakers. Last game of the night is an oddity in the schedule. Minnesota at Sacramento. Uh, Yeah, if you tuned in yesterday, you would have heard the same game. Minnesota at Sacramento. So they're both on the back, half of a back-to-back. These two teams met yesterday in Sacramento. With uh, Minnesota rolling, they won by, what they win by? 20, I think. Um, Yep, 20. 134 to 114. Now I see Sacramento's trade uh, in tank mode. Traded Halliburton, traded Heal, Tristan Thompson. They're all out. Um, I like Minnesota. I like them to win easy. I just wonder if eight is a little too many. Three of their five starters in Beverly, Edwards, and D'Angelo Russell are all listed as questionable. Nazareth is also also questionable. So I can see them resting these guys. Carl Anthony Towns is still playing, so he could probably win the game on his own. Just laying eight points on the back-to-back. If those guys rest, if those guys are playing, I might look at this game. But if even two of those three do not play, uh, I'd be off the eight points. I think Minnesota wins and wins easy. But it's a little, uh, on a back-to-back, it's a little, it's, a, it, it's again, a couple two points for me. Too many points for me. Uh, and the NCAA, some interesting games. We start 6.30 in the East. Uh, Georgia travels to Florida. Florida's 14.5-point favorites, total 143. I'd actually be on Georgia here. Uh, just to cover, I think Florida wins easy. Just an SEC game. Georgia's been playing better lately, but they've been bad this year. And Florida's been a little inconsistent. So I think Florida wins, but I give them maybe a 10-11 point victory. At 14 and a half, I'd be on Georgia. Um, scrolling down the board, we have uh, Georgia Tech is at Miami. Miami's been playing well this year, but kind of uh, inconsistent. They're nine point favorites, total 141 and a half. If anything, I'd actually take the nine, lay the nine with Miami. I'm not on this game. It's a little too much for me, but if I had if I had to pick a side, I would be on uh, Miami. The one game I am, first game I am on is Houston at SMU. Uh, Houston's seven-point favorite, total is 134.5. I'm on the total. I'm on the total over. I see this game being closer maybe to 138-140. Uh, Houston is a fantastic team. Great on offense, great on defense. Uh, but don't sleep on SMU. I think they can put up a fight. I think they can. Keep, I'm not on the. I'm not on the minus seven because I think they uh, can keep this game a little closer. And if it is going to be a close game, I think both teams uh, with a strong offense and good free throw shooting should be able to score a few points late. Uh, you always run into the chance of Houston. I think Houston probably flies under the radar more than any, radar more than any team in the NCAA. Uh, just the conference they're in isn't a powerful conference. I think they're going to come in as a two or three seed. Um, one of one of the four two or three seeds come tournament time and they're definitely a second weekend team to me and could maybe even i don't think they get past the second weekend they're not going to get to the final four i don't think but you never know they definitely have a good squad great on defense um but they could score as can smu so i'm on the total when when i and also uh i know ken palm's got total about 140 torkovic's got about 137 
Sagarin's got a little below 133, but I'm happy at 134 and a half. I jumped on that. Uh, so I'm on the over in that game. Uh, scrolling down the board, Ohio, Ohio State travels to Rutgers to play at the rack. And if you listen to my show, and if you listen to many people cover college basketball, one of the hardest places to win is at the rack against Rutgers. Now, Ohio State's minus three, total 135 and a half. Uh, I was hoping I was hoping this game would come in about minus four, four and a half, maybe five for Ohio State. Then, then I would have been on Rutgers. I'm still considering taking Rutgers. They've knocked off some big Big Ten powers uh, this year already at home, and have the ability. I mean, on the money line, they're plus one thirty. There's probably decent value in that. Um, I just don't. I mean, straight up, they're not as good of a team as Ohio State, but that home that home uh, court advantage is just a huge factor. To me, it's one of the top probably five home court advantages in college basketball. So, uh, if anything, I'd take my uh, Rutgers plus three, and if I was feeling aggressive, I'd take the plus one thirty money line. But I'm not, so I'm going to just uh, skip over that game. Um, another ACC battle, we see Wake Forest travel to NC State. Wake's minus three and a half. I'm looking at this game, not on it yet. Uh, total 154, I'm not on that. Wake's been playing well. NC State, very inconsistent. Uh, but on the road, if this game were flipped, I'd be on Wake Forest. But if it were flipped and, and it was uh, the Demon Deacons were at home, I think they'd probably be about a seven-point favorite. So I uh, might consider taking Wake Forest at minus three and a half. Definitely a lean there. Uh, Big East battle, Xavier travels to Seton Hall. Uh, Seton Hall's a three and a half point favorite. Total 141. I would be on Seton Hall here. Uh, I know Xavier has been playing well. They've kind of had an up and down season this year. Uh, and I do like the Pirates at home. Uh, I'm not on this game, but I would lean. If it was a if it was a shorter line, I'd definitely be on Seton Hall. But at three and a half, it's maybe one or two uh, too many for me. Uh, into the Big 12, we get Baylor traveling to K-State, Kansas State. Baylor's minus seven on the road, total 137. Uh, I would actually lean Kansas State here. Baylor has shown cracks lately, and everybody's giving the old, hey, I told you so, Baylor was overrated. I don't think they're overrated. It's a long season. Big 12 is a, arguably the best conference in college basketball this year with the depth they show. And a Big 12 road game um, is never an easy thing. Uh, Baylor is a good team and should probably win, but laying seven points on the road at K-State, uh, I would be on Kansas State if I had to, had to uh, make it play here. The next game I'm definitely looking at, Missouri State travels to Drake. Uh, Drake is a three and a half point favorite, total 142 and a half. I'd be on Missouri State. Uh, Drake has been terrible covering the spread. Uh, they've been winning. They've seemed to straighten things out lately. I think they've actually covered two of the last three or three of the last four games. Um, but I, I think Missouri State's a good team. They're a good three-point shooting team. They have the ability to keep it close. I mean, they're plus 155 in the money line. I wouldn't touch that, but definitely value there. I could see them going into Drake and winning. Um, but I definitely lean to Missouri State plus three and a half. Uh, as we scroll down the board, Tulane is at Memphis. The old Penny Hardaway Tigers are 10-point favorites, total 147. I'm not on this game, but a strong lean towards Tulane. Not to win, but to keep it in single digits. Um, Memphis has just been too inconsistent. Their defense is not what it should be. And I can't lay 10 points uh, with the Tigers here. So I would lean towards Tulane. Tulane. Uh, the next game I'm on is actually Valpo at Illinois State. And Illinois State's four-point favorite. Uh, total 143.5. What I like about what I like about this game, uh, in Ken Palm's ranking, Valpo's 
ranked 214. Illinois State's ranked 176. These guys played January 2nd at Valpo. Illinois State won 81-76 in overtime. Now, both teams shot terrible from three. And I think that's where we have to look. Right now, from three-point range, Valparaiso hits 32.6% of their shots, which is 225th in the country. Um, So well below average. But Illinois State hits 36.8%. They're the 38th best team in the country. When they played last time, they shot, I think it was about 214 or 21%. so not their season average. And the funny thing about that is Valpo's defense against three-point shots, they give up 36.2% of three-point shots, which is 306th in the country. So they are very weak defending um, from outside the arc. And Illinois State is very good at hitting that shot. Um, when it comes to free throws, both teams are very good. Top 75 in the country. Uh, it's a bit of a contrast in style. Illinois State plays fast. 34th fastest team in the country as per Ken Palm rankings. And Valparaiso is a 219th, so much slower than average. So I think at home, Illinois State gets to run a little. Illinois State will be hitting the three balls. Um, I think they have the ability to win. I think they have the ability to win by four. And the final thing that I take note in this game is offensive rebounding. So Illinois State's decent. Uh, They're number 137 in the country. Valparaiso is the 352nd team in offensive rebounding. So out of 358 teams, they're 352nd. And that means they're not going to get a lot of second chance points. Uh, so in a, in a game which probably should be tight, might come down to free throws. Both teams are good at free throws. Uh, Three-point shooting, huge lean towards Illinois State. And offensive rebound, rebounding, huge lean towards Illinois State. So I think the four-point line is fair. Uh, I probably would have put it about five or six myself. So happy to take Illinois State in that game. Um, that's about the only game, the second game I'm on uh, in the NCAA. A few good other games. Alabama travels to Mississippi. Alabama's minus five and a half, total 143 and a half. I like Alabama to win this game. Again, though, road game, SEC. Um, all, all these big, all these big power conferences, um, road games are never easy to win. And Mississippi's a decent team. They have the ability to put up, put up some points. If their shooters start hitting some buckets, I could see them keeping it close. I mean, they're plus 195 on the money line. There's definitely value there. Uh, I like Bama to win, but not willing to lay five and a half points. Georgetown at 9 p.m. Eastern travels to DePaul. DePaul's a seven and a half point favorite, total 143. I like DePaul in this game. I was hoping this line was going to be about five and a half or six. I would have been all over them at seven and a half. Uh, It's a lean, but a fade for me. Uh, Loyola Chicago travels to Bradley. Loyal Chicago's four and a half point favorites, total 131 and a half. Um, I'd be on Bradley if I had to uh, definitely lean to Bradley catching the four and a half points at home. It's a home game. Uh, I think they can keep it close. They've, they've had some good games this year and um, would definitely take Bradley plus four and a half at home. A game I looked at for a while but decided to pass on in the Big Ten. Minnesota travels to Nebraska. Minnesota's a one point favorite, total 143 and a half. Uh, Nebraska, I don't think, has a win in the Big Ten this year. And is tonight the night? I don't think so. Uh, I think Minnesota wins. I think they probably win by two or three. So definitely lean to Minnesota. Again, though, Big Ten game on the road. You just never know. Minnesota has been playing better. They've got their, uh, I think they were short three of the top four shooters for a couple games. Uh, top four scorers, pardon me, for a couple games with COVID issues. Uh, so they're back, but on the road. Um, Chance the Cornhuskers pull off the win, get their first one of the season. 
Um, I would lean Minnesota, but not on this game. Uh, as we scroll down, Tennessee goes to Mississippi State. This should actually be a great game. Tennessee's favored by one and a half, total 135 and a half. I would probably lean towards Tennessee. Very short line for a road favorite uh, in the SEC. I just I just never like backing Tennessee. I like watching them play. Uh, I just don't have a good handle on them from one night to the next. So going to fade that one. Texas Tech travels to Oklahoma. Tech is a two and a half point favorite, total 128. Uh, I would lean towards Texas Tech here over Oklahoma. But again, on the road uh, in the Big 12, you never know what could happen. You could get Oklahoma at plus 120 on the money line. Possibly not a bad play. Uh, I think this game comes down to one possession game. Uh, again, had to lead, I would lead Texas Tech. Late night out west, we have Cal traveling to Oregon State. Two teams struggling, to say the least, in the Pac-12. Um, the Beavers are one and a half point favorites at home, total 133. If I had to pick, I would lean to, towards Cal in this game. Uh, all the projection models I looked at were basically uh, one point Cal win, one point Oregon State win. So really up in the air. So I'd be, if I had to take a team, I would take uh, Cal catching the points. So 110 in the money line. Probably some value there, but I'd probably be I'd probably feel more comfortable taking the one and a half points. So that's about it in the NCAA. Really only two plays for me. The Houston at SMU over 134.5. And uh, Illinois State at home minus four against Valparaiso in the Missouri Valley. Uh, a lot of good games and really just the two that caught my eye. Moving on to the NHL, there are six games and... Much like last night, I've got some leans, but nothing I'm really going to pull the trigger on. Um, Detroit travels to Philly. You can get the Red Wings at minus 105. Flyers at minus 115. I like the Wings, but I like them at home. Uh, if I had to pick this, uh, th- this is a stay away from me. I would take Philly at home. They've been playing brutal, but um, I don't trust the Wings on the road, so I'd lean to Philly. The Blackhawks travel to Edmonton. Edmonton got shut out. I think it was 4 nothing yesterday by Vegas, and they were one of my leans, so I missed on that one. But uh, the Blackhawks are plus 160. You can get the Oilers at home, minus 180. This is the oil all the way. Minus 180 is just too much. If this were minus 150, 160, I'd be on it. Uh, but definitely lean to the Oilers. Nashville's traveling to Dallas. Uh, Dallas is minus 105 favorite. Nashville's, pardon me, minus 105 underdog. Nashville's minus 115 Uh Sorry, you read that right? Yeah, Nashville's minus 115. Dallas is minus 105. Uh, tough to go against the Stars at home. You know, if I had to pick here, I would lean Dallas. This is just such a tight game. Nashville's the better team. Uh, but the Stars at home, hard to go against them. Probably the game of the night is Vegas Golden Knights travel to Calgary. You can catch Vegas on the road at plus 115. Calgary minus 135 at home. I would lean Calgary. Uh uh, Vegas played yesterday in Edmonton. It's only a couple hour drive between Edmonton and Calgary, so not really a huge commute. Um, but Calgary's been playing well, and I would like them uh, laying 135. Arizona travels to Seattle. You can get the Seattle Kraken, the expansion Kraken at home as minus 225 favorites. No thank you. Uh, Arizona's plus 185. No thank you there as well. Um, I. Don't know that I'll be taking Arizona at all this year. And lane 225 for the Kraken is just way too much. 
Uh, I guess you could say there is some value with Arizona, but I don't see them winning on the road. Uh, there's only value when they're at home to me. Final game of the night has uh, New York Islanders traveling to Vancouver. Um, the Islanders minus 135, the Canucks plus 115. This is probably the most value to me. The Canucks are a decent team at home. Uh, the Isle on West Coast road trip, uh, definitely the better team, but uh, have had an inconsistent season. They got a ton of games they're going to be playing in the up to make up for some lost games earlier in the year. And um, Canucks played last night. I would pick the Islanders to win, but a plus 115, there might be some value in the Canucks. So, Hope you enjoyed the recap uh, and a little chat about getting the best line, the best number. i um, only got a f- three plays so far that I'm on for sure and a few strong leans that I'll be looking at maybe later. But hope you enjoyed the, the show. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, by all means, hit me up on Twitter. Again, it's, again, it's Doug underscore Reed 34. Uh, and before I go, I want to talk to you about our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Go there. Use our Coupon code HOOPBALL20, so 2-0. Get 20% off your order and free shipping. Also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. As I said earlier, you should have multiple books. So if you only have one, go to mybookie.ag. Get a second uh, account there. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up on the third page to unlock deposit match bonuses. So again, hope you enjoyed the show. Any comments, thoughts, feedback, by all means, hit me up. Uh, Again, I'm at Doug Reed. Doug underscore read three, four on Twitter. Have a great night and we will catch everyone tomorrow.